Welcome to Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio. My name is Bill Zeltman and I'm your host. Glad to be back. It was nice and I enjoyed a uh, beautiful week of vacation. Uh, Florida in the summer. Yes, it's a little bit hot, but I got to tell you, I absolutely loved every minute of it. Got out in the sun, got some yard work done, uh, hit some golf balls, played a couple rounds. So, uh, but happy to be back with you. Thank you everyone for listening. As always, I invite you to follow me at America's Gurus. Uh, that's Gurus with an S, G-U-R-U-S. So at America's Gurus, be happy to have you. And one of the things, uh, one of the news items that has come out uh, and people are talking about since my last podcast is that 60,000 realtors have left the business already in 2013. What's caused this? What's, what's going on? Why? Well, first of all, we know that seven out of 10 people that get into this business every year are out of the business in a year. And, uh, you know, so, so that means if 10 people that walk in saying, hey, I'm starting a new career, I'm going to be a realtor, they go to school, they, they take the pre-licensing course, they pass the state exam, they get fingerprinted, they go, they hang their license with a, with a, with a broker. All these high hopes, seven out of 10 of them are out of the business. For those of you that don't know, I, in my 10 years in this business, I've kept eight out of 10 realtors year over year, which means that I've re more than reversed that number. And of course, the reason is training, uh, mentoring, coaching, and the programs that I have and the systems that I have uh, are really what, what make a difference. And if you don't have that, if you don't have those systems or whatever, look for another broker. I know you're, you know, you may not be in an area to come work for me. I'd, I'd love for you to, but look for another broker. I know brokers across the country. So if you ever get in touch with me, I can give you an area, a broker, they'll actually take the time and give you the resources that you need. But why is that number? Let's go back to this. Why is that number so big at 60,000? Well, here's why. When the, when the market uh, exploded four or five years ago, uh, what happened? Anybody and everybody that got in this business, you didn't need training. You didn't need anything. You just went out, you were ready to go, and you picked up these buyers, you picked up, you know, whatever, and the market was flying. So there was no work. As I said, there were chimpanzees out there with real estate licenses that had no experience, no training, no anything, and they were out uh, uh, selling real estate. Well, guess what? Now they've woken up, 2023 has come, uh, it, you have to have skills, you have to have real estate skills, you have to have negotiation skills, uh, you have to have marketing skills, you have to have all these other things. And what's happening is these people that were doing business, all of a sudden their business is dried up, they didn't receive the proper training, uh, they're empty, reaching in their pocket, there's no money to be found because it's all gone. And what are they doing? They're looking for other industries. So 60,000 people are now no longer in this business. So what I wanna talk about, what makes the realtors that are successful, that are still in the business different? And to be fair, I'm only gonna compare realtors that got into this business in this bull market. Because, you know, realtors that have been in this business for 20, 30, 40 years, they've been through the good times, they've been through the bad times. They lived through 2009, 10, 11, 12, uh, you know, when I got in this business, we were in the, in, the, in the bear market and you learned the skills and the, and the tools and all the different resources that you needed to make it through a, bull, through a bear market. 
Well, now that we're not really in a bear market, but we're heading in a market that's more of a balanced market and it's more competitive, what is it of the realtors that came in during this latest bull market? What is the difference between the realtor that's sticking and staying in the business as opposed to the realtor that is like, oh my God, I can't find a client. Oh, I can't get a listing. I can't this and that. The difference is what? It's training. It's being prepared. It's having a business plan. It's the fact that they, they wrote uh, down what they wanted to do. They met with someone. They went through trainings. They, they did all the right things to be able to, um, to be able to withstand the good times as well as the bad times. Almost anybody can be successful in this business in your 2020, 2021 time. You know, when, when you, have a, you have a listing and you have 40 people coming to you, um, all with offers, and one's higher than the other over asking price, how hard is your job really, right? How hard is it to market to someone when you go into their house and you're like, yeah, there's, there, you don't have to have a pricing conversation because they want to get more money for their house than it's really worth. You know you could sell it for more than it's worth. So there, there's, no, there's no finesse there. There's no conversation that has to be had. Well, what about now? If a house isn't priced right, guess what? We're gonna, it's going to sit on the market now and it may not sell. Even in the market where we are, where it's three to one, uh, offers to every listing, if it's overpriced, it may not sell. Well, now the realtor has to have skills and the successful realtors, the ones that are making it through this, they're the ones that realized this and said, yeah, maybe the market's easy, but somebody gave them the advice or they were smart enough to know that there's going to be the times after the times, the, the, you know, the good times are going to roll, but they're never going to roll forever. And, you know, I need to be ready for what's happening after the good times hit. And that's what, that's what makes the successful realtor different is that they prepared and they got the education and the learning and the, and the, uh, the skill sets they practiced. Maybe they do a script mastery um, and they practiced what they needed to do to be successful in any market. You know, it's funny that people back when 2009, 2010 happened, they'll tell you that, oh yeah, no houses were sold during that time. Excuse me? There were millions of houses sold during that time. Were the numbers way less than what they were in 2006? Absolutely. Um, but to say that no houses were sold, no. And the successful realtors, because they did the right things day in and day out and, were, and, and had the training, had the knowledge, knew what to say. They worked through that, um, that time and continued doing the right things. Did they maybe make as much money in 2010 as maybe they made in 07 or 08 or 06? Maybe not. Did they make enough, more than enough to live and be comfortable and be you know, successful? They did. Whereas other people just quit and got out of the business. And that's what we're seeing now the people that, that it, it's fight or flight. They do the right thing or they get out of the business. So what is the right thing? Well, the first part of the right thing and really the, the secret, you know, I've always said there are three things that make you successful in real estate. Number one, you have to be willing to, willing to work, right? You have to be willing to work. 
you wake up one day and you say to yourself, oh, it's a beach day, I'm gonna go hit the beach, or I'm gonna hit the golf course, or I'm gonna go up my boat, or I'm gonna go whatever it is that you enjoy doing. That's okay, I'll just do more work tomorrow. And tomorrow comes, and there's always an excuse, right? I can't help somebody with being willing to work. And that's what I always tell people. Of the three things I'm going through here, that has to be internal. You have to get up every day with a fire in your belly and want to work. The second thing, though, is learning what to say. What do I say to an expired listing who feels dejected because their realtor uh, totally ignored them? What do I say to a for sale by owner to show them that they're going to make more money listing with me and I'm going to sell their house in, in a quicker amount of time? What do I say to? Well, that's a two-sided street. You not only have to learn what to say, but you have to have somebody teach that to you and make sure and help you practice it and, and work on it so you become skilled and master everything you need to say. And then the third part is you need to follow through. So you're willing to work, you're willing to learn what to say. Now get up every day, do the work, say the right things, and you continue to do business no matter what. So this all goes into having a systematic approach to your day. You need to get up with a purpose, willing to work, and then be absolutely vigilant about keeping a schedule. Again, the best of the best of the best. When I talk to my top agents, when I talk to top agents from other companies, when I talk to top agents from other places in the country, they all have something in common. Their day is completely systematic. I, I have a top agent that works for me. The first thing he does once he gets up, he makes 25 phone calls. So it has nothing to do with his prospecting, this, that, whatever. It's just a habit of doing it. It's a habit, just like brushing his teeth. It's a habit every day. My top, I have another top agent, he'll tell you. It takes me 50 dials to get five people on the phone, about 50 dials. They know these things and they're systematic about it and they know it's planned and they know they have to do it every day. If they don't do it every day, what's going to happen? Their business is going to wane. And see, this is what happened with these 60,000 realtors is they never got into these habits. They never had to do these things. When I could call 10 people and make an appointment, right? I get 10 people on the phone and make an appointment because the market was so hot. I never got that work ethic. I should have, should have still been saying, I know it takes 30 calls, 30 actual conversations, to get an appointment and I should have been tripling down. I should have been saying, okay, I got one appointment in 10. Well, good, let me get three in 30. Knowing that the day is going to come where it's going to take me one in 30, which is about what, again, about what the normal is. 30 actual conversations, real estate conversations will get you one appointment. So having that systematic approach and saying to yourself, this is what I do, how I do it, and I do it every day. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit. I want to dig into this deeper because you've heard me say these things before. I probably haven't hit you with anything new so far, but I want to hit you with some deeper thoughts uh, and, and dig a bit deeper on this when we get back. You're listening to Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio. Again, my name is Bill Zeltman. You can follow me at America's Gurus. Get in the conversation. You can join my trainings live. Uh, I, I do tr live trainings every day and anybody is welcome. So we'd love to have you. We'll be back right after this. You're one of many realtors in your town. Most realtors use the same marketing tactics. They buy leads, door knock, send postcards. With no product differentiation, 
the client chooses the agent doing the most business. Why shouldn't they? That realtor uses the same marketing templates as you, but has proven to the client that they can get the job done with their track record of business. Meanwhile, you and the hundreds of other local realtors are all using the same marketing strategies and can't show that you're as successful as that top agent, while the client learns to ignore your efforts. This is where the My Town Gurus marketing and learning system comes in. We only work with one realtor per town, differentiating them as the digital mayor or guru of their town. How do we do this? We create a website and social media pages exclusively for your town. We include local news, events, and partner with local businesses to provide fresh, up-to-date content management on your website and social media sites. Next, we help you build a community on social media, creating a unique place where neighbors can meet and share local news, events, local happenings, heads-up notifications, job postings, advice, lost pets, remember whens, and more all with you in the center of it. We then teach you how to leverage relationships with local business owners and community organizations. Our unique solution allows them to post on your webpage and social media sites for free and instantly builds value and trust while anchoring you as the local expert and a resource for your community. This makes relationship building simple with every business and community organization in your town and makes you the natural realtor for them to refer business to. Also included is our Step Ahead Real Estate Training Academy. Our industry best online learning system and daily motivation videos teach you the skills you need to be a top realtor. There are 12 tracks of learning, 48 learning modules, and over 500 individual lessons and breakout sessions. This is the best educational system available to realtors, all included in the My Town Guru system. Stand out from the crowd and stop marketing your way to mediocrity. Become the official town guru of your town today. Contact us now for a free demo and to reserve your town. Hurry before it's gone. Welcome back. We are here with Gurus Real Estate Coaching Radio. My name again is Bill Zeltman. You can follow me at America's Gurus. Uh, hope you're enjoying the podcasts. Uh, always looking for feedback. So anybody ever wants to get in touch, you can write me on there. You can find me on my website, brokerbillz.com. Happy to hear from all of you. Uh, also, if you ever have a subject or something you'd like me to discuss, um, please let me know. Also, we're always looking to uh, interview agents. So if you're an agent, you'd like to be interviewed. We'd love to have you on our podcast. So all of those things. So we were talking about systematic approaches to your day. Well, one of the things that lead to that, that I want to talk about are purpose-driven decisions. What does that mean? How does that affect me? What is a purpose-driven decision? It means that the decision that you make of how you're going to spend your time is based upon you getting results. Oh, I'm going to sit and work in this working marketing initiative and you blow five hours doing some creative thing. I like to call it the arts and crafts projects. Uh, there's a lot of brokers out there uh, that I kind of make fun of the way they manage their offices. I always tell them, I always say they're doing the art, they're in there doing their arts and crafts projects, making these little systems and little things. 
Not that those things are inherently bad in themselves, but if, it, if the decision you're making is not based on directly driving business now, ask yourself what the priority is on it, whether you really need to be doing it, and whether you need to be doing something maybe a little more purposeful, if I may use the word that I'm using in this, purposeful, to get it done. So what is, making purpose-based decisions. I have an hour. Am I going to sit there and um, make phone calls for an hour to pr prospective clients? Or am I going to sit there and just clean out my inbox? Listen, cleaning out your inbox is not a bad thing. It needs to be done from time to time. But it is not a, that is not a purpose-based approach. The most important things in my life right now are what? Getting new clients and spending my time getting new clients. So make the decision based on the purpose. Your purpose is to do more business and make more and, and have more clients uh, and have more closings. So when I have time and I have you know a little bit of extra time here, a little bit there, what do I do with it? You will find that by looking at it this way, you will find how much time you waste. I, I was just having this conversation. People that are new and a lot of, I know some of you that are listening are new agents. You've had someone tell you that you need to work for 55, 60 hours a week in this business to be successful, especially in your first couple of years. I will tell you that that's a load of garbage. What I need you to do is give me 35, 40 solid hours without the wasted time. The people that are the, the, the 60 hour people, if you went through and looked at the decisions they made and the things they were doing, uh, they spent 20 minutes chit-chatting with another agent in the office, right? They uh, spent 15 minutes scrolling their social media here or there. They took a 10-minute break and, and played a game on their phone. They went up and talked to their admin for 20 minutes. They uh, spent three hours going through email and creating marketing things. and All waste of time, guys. Where should their time have been spent? And what do I always say? Give me three hours uninterrupted a day of making phone calls, prospecting, five days a week. I'm asking you for 15 hours. I'm telling you to limit all that other stuff, creating your, your marketing, your phone calls, um, or, you know, I'm sorry, not your phone calls, your, your emails, um, yeah, maybe nonsense phone calls, uh, taking a sales meeting with somebody trying to sell you some snake oil sales product that doesn't work anyway, um, limit that to five hours. I just got your entire job, save one big part, which we're going to talk about, down to 20 hours a week. 20 hours. If you give me 15 of those 20 hours, pure prospecting, I promise you that's all you need. Five hours. Don't spend any more time doing all those extra things. And then the rest of your time working is at appointments. It's face-to-face -face with clients, getting listings, taking them on showings, doing things that are income producing. Some weeks you may not have another 20 hours for that. You should still work the 40 hours. What do you do? Oh wait, you know what? On Tuesday, I don't have anything. So I did my nine to noon, I prospected. Noon to one, I, um, went through and checked my email. I made a new little campaign that I'm doing on social media. One o'clock, 
I don't have an appointment, what do you do? Get back on the phone. One to four, get on that phone again, make extra calls. By four o'clock, you're done for the day. And you can go home, you can enjoy a late afternoon uh, at home, and you've done everything you needed to do. The problem is most people don't make purpose-driven decisions and they waste time. So the next part of this, working systematically, is to talk about time blocks. I need you to start thinking of time and putting it into blocks. If you've ever taken my, my time management class, you learn you can't manage time. Everybody says, oh, time management. Well, time management is the biggest crock of crap I've ever heard of because you can't manage time. If I could manage time, I would say, you know what? Between 12 and one, I need an extra 10 minutes. Oh, I'm gonna pull 10 minutes from my one to two time slot and move it to 12. Well, you can't. You have 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day. You can't add to that, you can't subtract to that. What you have to do is manage yourself in time. And the way you do that is by using time blocks. Okay, my prospecting time blocks, three hours. That means that in that time block, I do nothing but prospect, okay? So maybe I do it one hour here, one hour there, one hour there. Some people, they like to do it all at once because they feel like they're warmed up and in the zone. Completely up to you. But move things to those time blocks. 12 to 12.30, that's the time each day I check my email. You tell your clients. I check my email between 12 and 12.30 each day. If you want to catch me, catch me then. If not, you know, don't expect me to get back to you until the next business day. Um, doing things like creating, um, creating a new marketing initiative or an advertising thing for, for social media, let's just say as an example, or, or working on your website. Put it in a time block. I've got a half hour. If I don't get it done in that half hour time block today, it will go into tomorrow. Don't let your time blocks run over with the one exception. If you're on a prospecting call or you haven't reached your numbers, it's okay to go longer with your, with your prospecting calls. But everything else you need to keep in a tight time block. I'm following up on this, on this uh, deal that I'm working on. I have from 1 to 1.30 to do that. At 1.30, I need to stop because I have to either go on a listing appointment or I need to get back on the phone and make some phone calls until I have a listing appointment. Using time blocks and being very rigid with yourself on those time blocks will make you successful. The best realtors don't allow themselves to be interrupted in their time blocks. Somebody comes in, hey, do you have a second? I don't, but I'll be free at four o'clock. Be a uh, advocate for your time, especially when it comes to, uh, when it comes to uh, working with prospecting. I always tell people, everything in your life has an advocate. If you have kids, they're an advocate for your time. If you have, um, you know, if you have a spouse, they're an advocate for your time. Your broker or a mortgage person, they, they're all trying to pick at you to get your friends. Oh, come on out. We're going out tonight. Who does that for your prospecting? No one except you. You need to be the advocate. Get in the habit of putting your calendar into time blocks and be religious about your time blocks. Don't let, it's sacred time. Don't let anybody break that time. Final thing I wanna talk about today is your daily regimen. You guys have heard me say this before, but I wanted to review it one more time just so we were all on the same page. What does your day look like? Very simply, 
three hours of every day is spent prospecting. No ifs, no ends, no buts. Three hours. Wait a minute, I've got 10 uh, appointments today. I don't care. I have three closings today. I don't care. You need to be three hours a day. If you need to reschedule, uh, if you need to not show up to a closing, which I recommend that you be at that closing, if you need to find those hours, find those hours. Do not let a day pass where you don't get your three hours in of prospecting. Now, you got your three hours of prospecting, okay, that's in your day. One hour a day maximum, so three hours a day minimum, one hour a day maximum, again, in those follow-up tasks, checking your emails, returning phone calls to clients or to, to title people or to mortgage people, following up on a document for a mortgage person or for a title person, um, creating marketing, uh, social media posts, marketing, advertising, all of that needs to be in the space of an hour per day. You have five hours a week, it's plenty of enough time for it. Don't let that eat into the rest of your day. Your next thing is appointments, okay? You can have up to like three hours a day where you have listing appointments, showing appointments, going to closings, and those types of things, okay? Block that time. If you have a day, once again, where you have extra time, that is not a license to go say, oh, I'm gonna clean out my inbox, or oh, I'm gonna go spend three hours on a marketing thing. No, you don't have an appointment you should be sitting there with a pit in your stomach saying, I need an appointment. Get back on the phone and make those appointments, guys. Have your daily regimens. These are the things I get up and do every day. I get up, I uh, brush my teeth, I shave, I eat breakfast, I make my um, X number of phone calls. I do this, I do this, I do this. When you live systematically like this, when you live every day with a regimen and go through that same regimen time in and time out, day in and day out. This is what the top 10% of realtors do across the country. It's not a secret. It's not some they're lucky. It's not any of it. It's the fact that they go, they approach life, especially their work life with a systematic approach and a daily regimen. Here's the challenge. Get up, get out there and get your daily regimen, not only written, but get it implemented. It may not get it perfect the first day or the first week or the first month. That's okay. That's what I do with my mentoring group. I always tell them, by the time you're done 26 weeks with me, your, your days are gonna be so systematic and regimented and you're not even gonna know, us, know it because it's just habit. This is what you guys need to do. You need to make your day so systematic and, and, and just have your habits and your things in place that you don't even notice that you're doing it. Guys, I want to thank you again for joining us. Episode 13 here of Real, Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio. We come at you every week. I want you to follow me at America's Gurus. Interact with me on there. As like I said, if anybody would love to be inter like to be interviewed on here, we'd love to have you. Um, anybody has a topic they'd like us to discuss, I'd be happy to go through that. Go out, have a great week, everybody, and we will see you next week on the Guru's Real Estate Coaching Radio.